Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 127, episode 4 of Your Daily Zeitgeist! Oh, yeah. A production yeah. of iHeartRadio? This yeah. is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, yeah. fuck Fox News. Yeah. Uh, it's Thursday, April 2nd, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I saw it, Lysol, but there was none. I saw it, Lysol, but there was none. Percy Christy Yamaguchi, man, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Once I ran to you, now I'll shun you too. Those tainted gloves you're wearing could give me germs no boy could handle. Make my fears come true all because of tainted gloves. Oh, tainted gloves. Don't ta- okay, so thank you to Crispy Yamaguchi Main, Crispy Yamaguchi Main, Crispy Meme Donut for wow. that tainted Uh-oh. love glove, Uh-oh. aka thank you, sir. Uh, well, we are thrilled. To be joined in our third seat by our core co-host, Jamie Loftus! Some boys hug me, some boys kiss me, stay the fuck away. (laughs) If they don't give me social distance, I just walk away. They can beg and they can plead, but they can't wash their hands. Cause I am a little Zamboni and that is alright Cause we are living in a dystopian world and I am just a quarantine girl <laughs> Oh gang, oh. my phone is covered in guacamole, that's my fault I got sticky hands I got Sticky, sticky hands, get... sticky hair Wait, sticky well, Amazing hands. AKA, how did you get guac all over your phone? I had guac and chips for breakfast, and then I was getting, and then I got a text, and then I would, I got, I lost the threads. <laughs> a little text, and then I didn't get the guac off my hands before I answered the text, and I'm like, that's fine. And then I tried to wipe it off, and just everything was sticking together. It's fine. Well, we are nice. thrilled to be joined in our fourth seat, <laughs> little little fourth seat. Uh, by the hilarious, brilliant, talented co-host of the Night Call podcast. She is Molly Lambert. What's up, Zay Gang? I didn't prepare. Molly, how are you? Oh, okay. okay. Well, you need something. Do you have a quarantine nickname at least? Uh, No, I'm so not prepared. I got to work on my song. What was the okay. thing that they said your quarantine name was the last food you ate plus the mascot of your high school was one construction I saw? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ice cream Wolverine. Oh, fuck. Ew. Okay. I like ice it. cream Wolverine? Let them know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why that's your quarantine name, but not, you not, not yours in particular. I just don't know why that makes uh, sense as a construction. Um, <laughs> This is one I mean, meme I don't like, you guys. Um, it makes wait, as much sense the, as anything else right now. For the <laughs> record, did you not hear me say what the construction was? No, I did. I did. I just don't. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't okay. like it, Miles. <laughs> I hate it. I think it stinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like better for a way to construct a core name? I don't know come why on, we meme need God. a core name. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, come on, meme god. Why do we need a quarantine name? I've seen okay, it. Jack, keep going, I've been keep seeing going. it on Twitter. 
And and I'm asking myself here, what, what did what's the deal with this, Jack? What? Jack's quarantine <laughs> name is Jack. Is Jack? <laughs> That's right. Everyone can tell me their quarantine name, and it's just their like full name, their mother's maiden name, and their a their pin, their like ATM pin. That's your quarantine. Oh, name. My quarantine name is Jack, <laughs> yeah, right. but Jack used as Joe Biden uses it as just a nickname for everybody. Um, <laughs> right. All right, guys. Well, Molly, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to talk about Pinterest, which is, uh, I think Ooh. I can speak for everyone uh, on this podcast when I say it's our lifeline, you guys. It's it's how we're staying in touch with the world. It's literally uh, all I have going on. <laughs> it's all I have. We're going to talk about uh, the historic impact of other pandemics. And uh, what what ours what this pandemic's impact might be? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the NFL. We're going to talk about Ron DeSantis. We're going to talk about uh, big tobacco uh, stepping up to the plate. Uh, ah. Netflix, <laughs> oh, yeah, Wayne Brady, and some quarantine activities that we can recommend. Uh, but first, Molly, we like to ask our guest, "What is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are?" Wow, great question. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Last night, I feel like Miles will like this. Last night, I was looking up what happened to everybody involved in the Jerkin movement. Oh, <laughs> what is the Jerkin? What did movement? happen? Oh my God, dude, the dance craze. Jerkin was a uh, a rap genre from the two thousands <laughs> that was involved skinny jeans and a dance mm-hmm. called Jerkin. Why do you know the most the most famous person who became there used to be like circles outside of high school that would that yeah. everyone would be jerking before homeroom. So there's this rapper named Big Clit who oh, is like a new metal kind of rapper who's new, but then I looked her up and found out she had a jerkin past. She oh. reinvented herself as like a SoundCloud rapper, but there's all these pictures of her being like the number one jerkin dance crew gal wow with the vans on too oh yeah (laughs) okay gotta make sure wearing a shirt i i only date guys who wear skinny jeans (laughs) what what is the was there a song that broke through from the jerkin movement well yg i think was the big the big crossover Ah. yeah you're a jerk was the one yeah i think you're a jerk you're a jerk you never heard that song that was pretty much i hear you're a jerk you're a jerk okay i guess with the the pack, did they count as jerkin? Yeah, the pack is kind of jerkin. Yeah, so yeah. Pink Dollars. Pink Dollars was my favorite. Got my vans on, but they look like sneakers. You don't remember that song, Jack? You know, you know. Nope. You know, you remember uh, the pack, homie. Okay. Oh, of course, of course. Got my vans <laughs> on, but they look like sneakers. That was like two Love dance, it. two dance circles that would take place outside of Brockton High would be like the jerkin circle, and then I think later it would be the Soldier Boy circle. That was okay. The Soldier Boy Circle went on for a long time. They're like you, and then you know, like people would be you. traveling like a full football field on a single to you? you. Okay, well you yeah. got to crank that. I just heard Soldier Boy is making a lot of money because he started a soap company. Is Soldier yeah. Boy a flat earther, or am I thinking of someone else? No, uh, I think. Okay. Soldier oh, Boy yes, likes I to do like low him. level technology scams. Like he had like a hoverboard that was like burning <laughs> people up and like headphones that didn't work. Like that's kind of Soldier Boy. Uh, a gaming system had a whole console that he was trying to sell. He's actually, right. he's a very, 
He has, yeah, he has, a, there's like a really good Daily Beast article about like all the scams of Soldier Boy's technological endeavors. Yeah. Oh, it's he's a, he's moved on to becoming a full-time scammer. It seems. <laughs> what is something, Molly, that you think is underrated? You Underrated going outside. Going outside. <laughs> this is the second day in a row that I think we've had going outside uh, or something similar. So what, what is, uh, what? What are you doing? How are you that? going outside? Um, my brother said he was like going outside now is like going to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's That's that stimulating. True. It's true. I go outside and I'm like, the sky is blue. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. I am so starved for social interactions with anybody who's not my family that I like just give the strongest eye contact to like the mailman like mailmen that i've never seen before like just anybody i'm just like hey friend how are you yeah i saw a person this morning and it was really embarrassing to them yeah they were just like there it was i think it was like a mutual thing where we both said hello but it was like too loud like i think my my volume (laughs) modulation is startling like she was like hi i was like hello and and then we just did our quick transaction I'm starting to like treat different parts of my house like like different parts of the city. Where I'm like, nah, nah, Ooh. like don't don't go don't go to the kitchen till later. That's like the that's like the store. Uh, you're gonna yeah, work. You don't right want to go to the, the kitchen after dark. It's pretty. Uh, yeah, and then be like, out. oh, I'm gonna hit the club, which means smoke a joint like in my front yard, uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> wow. like, go back inside. I mean, Woo! yeah, you gotta. Go. I'm starting to like really make the most out of it. Like keep it. You know, keep some spaces sacred as if they're places I don't normally go to. Do you guys have someone on your street who's just like kind of hanging out in the front yard like all day? Oh, yeah. Every day? Yeah. Yeah. There, Mine is like kind of, a... it's not who you'd expect, too. It's like a guy who's like a, I think he's like an agent or something. And he's just like sitting out there taking phone calls and just waving at everybody. Ooh. Oh, wow. Just needs, he was, the, needs the eye contact. <laughs> that sounds There's like something that would happen street. in the first oh. act of a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just some there's UTA a guy on my motherfucker like, like, hi. A, he's a, there's an older nom vet who lives like down my street, and he's always like angry at the kids on my street normally, like when they like are riding bikes and shit. And now is, he's just is like- it, he's, Is it Clint Eastwood? No, just, a, just another guy. He's yeah. got his he's got his sleeveless tee on, and he's just practicing the same golf swing for hours in his front yard, like wow. just back and forth. Like he's just I don't know out out here. Sighting Miles, that's how wheat. you get good. That's how you get good. Maybe I'll become the person who sits outside. But outside is great. I I spent an hour and a half collecting leaves with my three year old the other day. I had that's no idea. So nice. Yeah. But it's they're not good leaves. I, I looked back at them uh, <laughs> after the fact. Not great leaves. Uh, we were just like fascinated. Yeah, by you're like whatever. what the fuck are these? What are these? These are B grade leaves. Well, <laughs> but but at the time, I was blown away. I was like, look at that one. That's a great leaf. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it's just it's hey, you're making bad here. decisions out there when you're outside because it is like Vegas. I think that's exactly right. It does. Yeah. And stay at the club. Stay at the club picking up leaves for too long. <laughs> too late. <laughs> it's really, we got I, back. My wife was like, "Where the fuck were you guys?" <laughs> oh, like, so you know you were standing. There was this elm yeah. tree. Uh, we yeah. stayed. We did too many leaves. <laughs> <laughs> 
we had like all these plans that we were going to like make a piece of art with the leaves. And then we got back and I was like, I can't glue these to anything. Like really. Yeah. <laughs> Watching was... my dog take a shit is now one of the highlights of my day. Like there we'll go. I'll, <laughs> I'll go out, watch Sunny drop a big, like this morning I like <laughs> cheered. I was like, yeah, yeah. that's a, just a, a little, a couple of spicy nuggets from my, from my little guy. Best part of the day. Have you guys seen animals taking over? No. Ooh, what do you mean? Just like uh, the coyotes are getting really, really brave because they know that we are not out in the streets anymore. So they're just kind of hanging out a lot more. I, I drove through Griffith Park a couple of days ago and there were just deer all over all the golf course. Ooh, oh, I like that. Yeah. I thought animals taking over was a fox show. But it's, <laughs> no, that's it's when they fight. animation domination. <laughs> the animals are taking over. Animals. That's when that's when they're like, who could win in a fight, like Gordon Ramsay or a bear? Seth MacFarlane is a, is a uh, horny coyote. <laughs> <laughs> but if if nobody has an animals taking over Instagram, uh, somebody needs to make that immediately because that is uh, I'm sure there's. That's everywhere right now in the country. People need to there was, do that. Yeah, one viral story like in Scotland or whatever where a bunch of sheep and like rams had just take like, wild goats and shit are in the streets, like laying in the street, like oh, yeah. this is our fucking town now. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's whales. Uh because oh, I didn't recognize it. that. But yeah, it's so cool. It's just like sh- like wild sheep running through the streets. The swans <laughs> came back to the Venice Canal. The animals know that we are we fucked up. Yeah, and then there are also uh, like fake versions of that story where they're like, there are dolphins swimming through the Venice Canal now. Oh, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> but hey, sometimes we need those stories to be true to give us some modicum of hope in these fucked up times. <laughs> like, yeah, man, definitely, I like that. Definitely the birds have been just like, yeah, we we know what's going on. Right, the, bird- oh, the birds for sure. The birds have known. The birds have been trying to tell us. We we sound uh, like we've completely lost our tether from reality <laughs> right now. By the way, oh yeah, like, the birds definitely. Oh, the birds know. know. No, no, the, no, birds no, know. Yeah, the birds know. I think it goes without saying that the birds know what's going on. Uh, I mean, I feel saying, stupid for saying, not listening if, to them. If the birds wanted to pick a time to do a the birds, this would be the perfect time. <laughs> Strike now while the iron is hot. Yeah, that movie rule. There, my it fifth rules. grade, my fifth grade teacher showed us that movie on a half day once, and I think like lived to regret it because there was like a million parents that were like, "Why my child will no longer look at a bird? What did you? Why would She's you? Like, That's exactly. a little too young for the birds." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Well, they're smart. trying to tell us things." Your child, your child. You should really heed the wisdom of the birds. (laughs) It's a cautionary tale. That's me every day. Molly, what is something you think is overrated? Overrated. Right now, I'm feeling like Netflix and and streaming things are overrated because they cannot fill the endless hole inside of me that like needs to not be (laughs) bored all the time. Like I find, what? do you guys find that you just have a limit for screen time that you can only watch so much stuff on a screen before your oh, yeah. brain Absolutely. is like, fuck this, anything else? Absolutely. Yeah. I thought in the beginning, I was like, here we go. My yeah, butt yeah, is yeah. about to rot off as I just completely mainline <laughs> TV through my fucking, my eyes. And now I'm like, seriously, just being like, I'm going to, I'm going to put my headphones on and pretend I'm in the rainforest and, and like outside. 
I like that. That sounds great. I keep going back to this, and I know it makes Jamie really sad how I keep escaping through my headphone apps. But uh, I'm telling you, the the portal app, I just can't. uh, When I'm in that Brazilian, that Amazon rainforest, and I'm just smoking my weed, that's like, that's my new Netflix. Did you guys ever have uh, tapes of the rainforest? There was a store called The Nature Company that used to just sell like rainforest cassettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles knows. (laughs) I know this. Oh, yeah. I remember The Nature Company store. Uh, But yeah, yeah, I I think I don't know if it what it is, is like I almost want like really random esoteric content. Like I'm I get it. Like all the main shit is there. But like. I want to watch, like, I'm sure New York Undercover is out there, but I want to watch New York Undercover again. I started watching Living Single again, but, like, I feel like the Ooh, things that I have patience for is, like, stuff from way, like, shit I really forgot yeah. about. I Living Single is perfect. I started watching, um, I feel like no, not enough people are talking about the Nora from Queens. It's really good. The The new Aquafina show on Comedy Central, it's, like, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's good. I, yeah. People just don't talk about good shows when they're good now, apparently. Like The yeah. Last OG, I'm totally blown oh, away that The Last, the last OG so good. is amazing. It's so good. <laughs> I think, yeah, I have, I think maybe just because everything's so fucked up, it's like I just want to watch comfort things of my childhood. So like mm-hmm. a couple right. of days ago, I watched Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, I love that. Which is on Hulu. Just so everyone knows, the Saved by the Bell mini movie five episode things are on all on Hulu, Las Vegas. Oh, that um, when they go to Hawaii, the hotel to this day blows my mind how luxurious that place was. Didn't have like little boats and shit. You got to watch it and find out. I'm I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It's a, a little bit racist. But also, oh, like, I can't imagine anything like, from the nineties holds with, up anymore. Racist with its heart in the right place in a very nineties way. Oh, it's like right. it, Ooh, Clinton let's, era. Let's just say a tribe thinks Screech is a uh, the reincarnation of an ancient oh, god. Oh no, right. No. But then, Holy but then they get shit. into like tribal land rights at the end, and they're like, "This hotel's built on our tribal land. Like we're gonna say by the Bell Gang's gonna help you liberate it." So again, and did is, they liberate the land? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Five episodes. Okay. Through lot, lot through happened. just bloody uprising, I, I yeah. remember, <laughs> if I remember it correctly. Just yeah, blo- sh- bloody uprising such as going into hotel rooms dressed as Wayne and Garth to uh, <laughs> make people think the luxury hotel has bad service. So I was thinking about what trying to track fuck? down some Degrassi. Ooh, yeah. That'd be, this would be a nice, that'd be a nice comfort show. A lot of things um, I think are going to be comfort shows end up having Donald Trump in them. <laughs> you know? Just peeks up out of just, nowhere, right? No, for real. For real. Like Sex in the City, he shows up in like the third episode or something. You're just like, come ah. on. Oh, and no. then I was watching the Little Rascals movie directed by Penelope Spheris. Oh, that was yeah. another like, hey, here's something that can't possibly remind me of now. And then like the rich kid's dad is Donald Trump. I was like, come on. Yeah. Oh my god! Not good. I found uh, Veep has been, rewatching Veep episodes while I'm falling asleep has been a weirdly comforting. I don't know why it's comforting because it just reminds you of everything that's wrong. But it is comforting to me to to have on in the background. Curb your enthusiasm this season has been very comforting. I'm like ready for Curb your enthusiasm again. It came all the way back around where I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> bring, it, bring it, bring it back. 
Like it just has uh, nothing to do with now. It takes place in like that that New York soundstage '90s where Larry David lives. You know, where people like right. go go to the newsstand all the time and. <laughs> Coffee shops are really into scones, but yeah, the whole plot's just been about Larry opening a coffee shop to spite another guy, and uh, really Joe. low stakes. Mocha His Joe. celebrity uh, like stay home and quarantine announcement is the only celebrity video of that nature that I've been able to I agree. stomach at all. I agree. Mm-hmm. It sounded yeah. just like when that video of Bernie from the other day too, where they were yeah, got where he was like. Get further away from each other. That's what I want. It's oh, like, I love, he's like yeah, you know, I would never do something like this. Somebody's making me do it. <laughs> yeah. No. When <laughs> I, a, when I an old when an old Jewish man who might be related to me like admonishes me on something like that, I'm like, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Go inside. What was I thinking? Finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true? You know, to be false or vice versa. What a good one. I can't. This is why is this so hard? A myth. Miles doesn't know how to read minds. <laughs> Good. Perfect. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick Well, hold break. on. Hold on. That was a great segue, Jack, into my new program that I'm offering. Thank you, Molly. Uh, See, I, you al- I also read minds, which is why I knew how to do that segue. Right. Yeah, uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm coming out with a self-help tape, uh, multi-level mark. Well, actually, oops. Uh, oh, I said that part out loud. Uh, Sign you your friends up that, for yeah. for wealth benefits program. <laughs> so Ooh. more on that later. That good All loaded right. phrase. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And Pinterest is has taken a bit of a, a central uh, role in and how people are existing, I guess. I don't know. To be honest, this has not uh, affected me in any way, but uh, (laughs) I think think, uh, it says here on our uh, doc that there's been all kinds of increased search traffic on Pinterest. Yeah, well, Pinterest is easy because like, you can search something and it'll be like, give me the picture answer to a thing I'm looking for. I don't need text, but give me me some imagery or some other things that'll help out. So... A lot of people have been uh, looking for all kinds of things because everyone is adjusting to this new way of living and parenting and looking for strategies on how to make that work. Naturally, things like how to set up a home workstation or like living, like how to create a work environment when you have roommates and everyone's working from home, like things like that make sense. But then there are other ones that are kind of also interesting. Things that have gone up exponentially, over 3000% increase in searching for how to clean bathroom sink. On Pinterest. Okay, um, that's actually that sounds helpful. How do you? I think do you have some think? good? I have had that happen where Pinterest things come up when I search for like like back stretches, things like that, like stretches you can do when you're sitting at home all day, trapped inside, and then it'll be like a nice little drawing. Wait, that I, you're saying Pinterest has read your mind and asked and yeah. presented you with that? Correct. <laughs> Also, Pinterest, in my good graces, because they were one of the first people to make that announcement being like, we're not going to let plantations be on wedding inspiration boards anymore. Oh, is that that? Right. That's oh, that's good. Yeah. Good for them. And everybody was like, wow, Pinterest, 
holding down a stronger line than virtually any other website on the whole racism thing. Don't you love when someone does the least they could possibly do? <laughs> and you're just yeah, like, and it's like just away. Yeah, erupting like, in a standing ovation across the globe. Right, yeah. like a week ago and everybody was like, I wish Olive Garden was the president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to quote uh, but like Keanu the other Reeves things- in Hardball, I'm blown away by your ability to show up. Sorry, <laughs> definitely uh, worth it. Go ahead. Uh, no, just other things that have been increased. 4,000% increased in indoor beekeeping searches. Indoor beekeeping. Indoor. Huh. That, that's pretty metal if you're Seems indoor dangerous. beekeeping. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what, I, I guess, but don't they have to get out to be with amongst the, whatever. I don't know much about bees. Other things, how to grow spinach from scraps. Uh, yeastless bread recipes up 4,400%. Garden obstacle course kids is up nearly 2,000%. Good sleep tips are up over 7,500%. And calm during chaos quotes are up (laughs) over 6,000%. Couple questions. Uh, How to grow spinach from scraps? Are they just saying like taking spinach leaves and putting them in the ground and uh, assuming that's going to grow spinach? Or am I mistaken? I, I don't know. I, yeah, is, I has anyone ever grown something? I've never grown anything. You can regrow it. I think if you have like maybe the stock left, like right, that's really, just like the leaf. That's just funny that pe- this is like Pinterest preppers. Yeah, because <laughs> <what> <laughs> like, like you I've know, been... like Asian moms do the thing with green onions, where like you cut the stalks off, but you can like keep like the white part and just kind of regenerate mm. from there. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know if it's just Asians, but like I see it a lot with Asians. Tesla from Nightcon is a lot about planting. She's got a garden. She's a, she knows how to do things like take a part of a plant and make a new plant. So propagating, propagating. We all g- are going to have to learn how to do that. So thanks, Pinterest. Yeah, mm. but the the calm during the chaos quotes seems like a very Pinteresty thing. We're like, I need to see some nice like uh, calligraphy against a a nice palette that'll say like in the times when it was most dark, we'll learn to appreciate. Even the smallest bit of light. I don't know if that's uplifting, but this is this feels Pinterest adjacent. There was a Ina Garten, I guess, went live because, you know, at this point, why not? She went live <laughs> and she was like, Hey everybody, here's a cocktail you can make. She went live at nine thirty AM and just like poured a bottle of vodka into a bucket and then like, <laughs> was drinking out of you're just like, Yeah, sure. Honestly, that that's a public service yep. she can offer us. Is just like to do that. That's that wasp, that real wasp shit. Oh, <laughs> she and yeah. Jeffrey are just blackout in well, there. Well, have you guys been following Martha Stewart's personal account? It's also no. amazing. You know, Martha Stewart, I'm also like, she did time. So, like, she right. has been cooped up before, but her, her personal account is like kind of goth and funny always. And I guess she had a bunch of people staying at her house when the lockdown happened. So, they're just continuing to stay at her house. And she keeps being like, I jokingly refer to them as my prisoners. <laughs> and then she keeps being I'm like, also... me, and, me and my detainees oh, are boy, enjoying this amazing. lovely dinner tonight. But she also keeps I'm... being like, I, I'm so bored. I, like, I wish I could go out and do something just like anyone else. I've always admired how kind of unhinged and like uh, misspelled and error prone prone her twitter is it's like she yeah like she lets you know that while she may care about how she 
presents in real space, she does not give a fuck what you think about her spelling. And I, I love it. <laughs> and that's what true power is. That is true power. It's true. It's true. And calling your friends detainees. I like, I mean, <laughs> right. I think Martha Stewart, I think she's like the kind, I think she's maybe actually done this. She's done that sort of thing where she'll like tweet out something that she meant to Google, like that kind of energy. <laughs> right, right, right. That's where exactly it'll just right. be like <laughs> how to use right. Nest Cam, you know, or something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, who among us? Yeah. Who among <laughs> us hasn't hasn't tweeted out how to use Nest Nest Cam? Oh, scary. Checking in with the pandemic we're all living through, guys. There's Boo. a couple articles about where we are, uh, uh, just how like pandemics have influenced history. Uh, that I thought was somewhat interesting. Like there was a story about how the cholera pandemic of uh, one, one of the centuries before the 20th century that I don't distinguish between, but it uh, led to Russian imperial forces kind of pressing down on the people to try to keep them from rioting, which led to uprisings, which led to further pressure from above, which eventually led to the Bolshevik uprising in the early 20th century. So that was something I hadn't really thought of that that initially started with a pandemic. And there was another uh, article about how bad our healthcare system is right now. And they put it in terms of the economic like damage that it does to individuals and just like our economy in general is uh, worse than the penalties put on Germany by the Treaty of Versailles, uh, which was uh, that's the thing that we all think of as the obvious culprit for the rise of Nazism. But I don't know. People throughout history have kind of turned on doctors, and I'm hoping that's not how we choose to funnel our anger in this. I have actually been slightly heartened by the fact that the wellness influencers are are taking this seriously. Yeah, because I thought that was a real crossroads for them to be like, are they going to be like, "Mm, like when they give us a vaccine, like, do we want it? Yeah, what side of history will they be on? But they're all like, oh, no, no, no. Like, this is real. Stay home, everybody, and like, drink all your cordyceps. You know, (laughs) like, they're still, they're (laughs) still grifting, but they're still, they're, although Gwyneth Paltrow did post that picture where she was wearing a mask and gloves and was like, just got back from the Brentwood farmer's market. No. Right, right. And then a week later, that story about the Brentwood Farmer's Market still being a shut huge crowd. Down. Now more Catherine yeah. Schwarzenegger demanding that the yes. city shut it down. That was a funny headline. I heard that on Who Weekly this morning of, yeah, them just being like, Catherine Schwarzenegger demands this of Eric Garcetti. And you get, you're like, oh my God, is it really, is it going to be something amazing? Is, is Catherine Schwarzenegger secretly cool? And then she's just like, close the Farmer's Market, which is right, but it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not that she's cool. She's married she's to not. Chris Pratt now. Yeah, she's and not she cool. Anyone who's super, super Christian-y. But I think like Arnold Schwarzenegger, she's like cooler than you'd expect based on what you imagine. <laughs> you know? Like when Schwarzenegger right. was just like more of a libertarian than a than a right winger, just in some ways where you were like, huh, 
Didn't know uh, that the guy. Lowest into, like, the lowest of the low bars. It's like right. with the president. And anytime he does something that isn't actively killing people uh, on, on a public stage, people like his approval rating shoots yeah. through the roof. Right. Well, yeah. I keep thinking like, what if Schwarzenegger, President Schwarzenegger was like the less bad timeline, you know? Right. Yeah. When that happened, yeah. I was like, oh shit, like everything's <laughs> fucked up now. Uh, <laughs> Little did But then we I'm know. like, well, if he were president... You know, the guy who seems like an actual Austrian Nazi type guy even more. At least we'd get better environmental protections. It would be too on the nose for him to actually turn into a Nazi. Yeah, he's like he's he's in the he's like a right winger who also wants to smoke pot and uh, have some environmental protections, a.k.a. libertarians. Mm. Also, he can't be president because he wasn't born here. But anyways, I would be fine with uh, the public outrage going towards insurance executives uh, and, you know, grifters, uh, but let's leave doctors alone, please. <laughs> yeah, or any of these executives who are like yeah. now their plans coming out for like these airlines, like American Airlines and United to just completely fuck over their employees despite them yeah. getting this bailout money. Like, yeah, you know, that's where I think people need to start their... I mean, at the very least, I think people are start realizing like the powers that are crushing them above them uh, in terms of like the system that we're in. And I think maybe that will that will lead to something. And also it brings up the argument of like this might be a good time. I mean, if if obviously the world were perfect where you could completely go after the for profit healthcare insurance system we have and try and make it work for everyone, because this is a moment where like we need to sort of the same sort of protocols and policies for people as we face a pandemic. That's what I'm thinking might be the like the outcome of of this is that that just gets torn to the ground because it's it's really being exposed as completely fucked and uh unprepared for anything like this. Well, we didn't get to this um yesterday. I don't know if it was touched on in Nightgeist, but Just, I mean, the relationship between like workers and employers right now, it's, it's just like, it it is the issue aside. I mean, aside, it's a public health issue. And then it's like bringing to the forefront how important it is to treat workers ethically or things absolutely fall to shit in situations like this, where like um, the, the whole situation with the um, Amazon warehouse worker who was rightfully so bringing up the fact that, hey, social distancing is not being in, in like enforced here. Workers are not being protected. Um, the whole, you know, it, they're they're lying in terms of like, oh, we're, we're doing everything we can. And then that person who brought it up and tried to organize was fired for quote unquote, like not social distancing at work. It's just all such bullshit that like the companies that get assistance i mean it almost goes without saying but like none of it is is or or very little of it is going to actually assisting workers it's just like taking the check and um and moving on well that's why i think yeah. a lot of the people in in congress are saying like this is probably just the beginning of multiple stimulus packages we're going to have to put together because clear obviously the money that they're giving people now is not enough especially if they're counting on people to pay their mortgages and things like that. So, I mean, it's going to continue, but that's the thing where it's like, please take the second to really look at how the money moves in this country and figure out how to make that flow more equitably and relieve the pressure on the people who don't deserve it and ask people or organizations that have 
tons of billions of dollars in their coffers to say, yeah, you know what, dude, you're going to have to fucking take a hit here. I'm sorry. I, there's no way this works where your nebulous bank account that's attached to these like five people in a C-suite isn't going to go down because we'd rather pass that pain on to millions. Mm -hmm. Also, like we've seen now that money isn't real. You know, they're just like, oh, here's a trillion dollars. Oh, they kept saying like, oh, how will we pay for healthcare? And it's like, no, you just pulled a trillion dollars out of nowhere to bail out like cruise ships. Right, really, right. we can make money appear when we want to. Right. And the other thing is, it's just like techno feudalism clearly is not working. Mm -hmm. You know, like right. here we have this moment where all these fucking billionaires who don't get taxed so that they can like share their wealth have the opportunity to do that and to be like a hero in a public health crisis mm. and none of them, they all are just crickets from everybody, yeah. you know? Look at Bloomberg and, then, and Tom Steyer. They were so rah-rah and shit a fucking month ago. Motherfucker, you might as well, th you think ago. they took a spaceship to another fucking galaxy. I also yeah. just like think about all the money they like flushed down the drain on the Bloomberg yeah. campaign. Mm -hmm. Just, Just, yeah, where the money goes is clearly not subject to logic and it's just obvious now that if it is not subject to law of some kind it's just never going to happen yeah i mean the whole idea that the u.s needs to like balance its books is such it's like such cynical uh just based on like a misunderstanding uh like they know that people think of the government as a as a financial entity as rather than as a entity that can make its own money up anytime it wants to. Um, but they, they do that to, you know, enforce austerity measures so that they have all the money. I've definitely um, seen people turning on celebrities. Yeah. Like I, I, I've been saying that for a couple of weeks now. I feel like celebrities don't make sense anymore. They don't make sense. And they're not reading the room at all. The only people who read the room and did a good job were Britney Spears, comrade Britney, right who personally offered to help people out with bills and diaper money and stuff on DM and Rihanna, who just like gave like $5 million and didn't fucking say anything about it. Rihanna. That's all we want from rich people right now. And celebrities is to just like yeah, come open up your off wallet, your money. do something. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants well, to see you sing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Like, you're right. And also their wealth is predicated on, you know, exploiting consumers to give them their money. So at the end of right. the day, it's like, come, come send some, send some of that money back the way uh, it came to. And I and think that's like, true that people don't read the room mm -hmm. and it's weird to see people now, especially when so many people are facing true hardships to be people like lolling it up in like a palatial estate and be like, guys, you right. gotta stay there home. Was, and there there's was no a, one, there's no one to stop them. I think is the other thing. There's no handlers <laughs> to be like, don't do that. No, I kind right, of like they're I, all stuck the, the publicists have abandoned the celebrities. I like it. The publicists are gone. <laughs> no one's left. There was a horrible Giselle Bündchen one. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so she and her family fled to Costa Rica. And then they posted like a video of them singing a Bruno Mars song. <sighs> and, and they're like, hope this lifts your spirits. And it's just like. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? You you went to Costa Rica, you're screaming Bruno Mars at me, and they're like, you know, hope you hope you don't get, hope no one coughs on you. Bye, motherfuckers. Like they're just Yeah. <laughs> the thing of all rich people just like absconding to their vacation homes also super dystopian, oh. obviously. Yeah. And yeah. 
It's fun to see how many people that you like that you're just like, I think there, this was a tweet last week. Someone's it might have been Mike Drucker who was like, oh, really cool to see how many uh, comedians have uh, parents with really nice summer homes. Love to see it. You're just like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I keep saying it's like Blade Runner starts with all the rich people have gone to Mars. Right. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Blade Runner starts in the L.A. That's like everyone who couldn't afford to get out of L.A when right. all the shit starts to go down and like all the rich people have left and gone to their their utopian planet settlement and then like whoever's left in a city during a, a pandemic or whatever it's just like fend for yourself is what the rich people have like, made clear good luck bye bye uh, <laughs> um uh, yeah but as madonna pointed out it is the great equalizer oh my god that was We're so all taking baths cringy, and rose petals like video she in the is bathtub. when she said that. <laughs> Amanda it, Hass wrote a good thing about it in the New York Times where she talked about the Gal Gadot video especially. And she was yeah. like, it's not only tone deaf, like literally most of these people can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's for, it, my, my favorite part of the Gal Gadot video isn't even the singing. It's the part where she was like, this whole situation has me feeling really philosophical. And you're like, <laughs> what too. are you talking about? <laughs> also, she's a whole Zionist. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, yes. While we're talking about heroes of uh, the pandemic, I did want to bring up really quickly uh, the British American Tobacco Company uh, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. They are doing the Lord's work. They're the makers of cigarettes like Rothman's and uh, Don Draper's Lucky favorite, Strike. Lucky Strike. Dude, um, Benson and, and they, Hedges? Yeah, the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have said, uh, you know what, coronavirus? We kill people by destroying their lungs, not you. And they are putting money into research uh, to defeat the coronavirus, which is weird, and I don't like it. Uh, well, it's odd because they're sort of, you know, they've they've pointed to the fact that using, they have like a biotech company that they bought years ago, and they're using tobacco plants uh, as a way to develop a vaccine. And I guess they're saying it's advantageous because tobacco plants, quote, cannot host pathogens which cause human disease. So they're saying it's an easy way, like they've used this sort of tobacco plant strategy before, but never really to the point where you're like, oh, wow, they really bailed us out of a pandemic. It's just a weird opportunity. I like how it's just like uh, lobbying for big tobacco, too. It's just like tobacco, a miracle plant that cures all problems. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. It's incredible how much they, I mean, this is a great just sort of case study in why capitalism doesn't work because they have so much money and infrastructure built up of making money off of tobacco that like they have learned it is this cursed plant that kills everybody and they just like can't (laughs) stop. They just have so many people whose jobs are fucking to like find a way to just one way or another justify the use of tobacco in one way or another. It's wild. I mean, I guess there is one timeline where like the corporations end up doing more bet like doing better for the people than the governments. Well, and yeah, then they become that's... our new leaders and then we're like, wow, British American tobacco solved coronavirus. No, that's All hail part President of the Benson with a bat, and Hedges. Ended with a bet. That's totally yeah. part of the dystopia is because we have no public right. infrastructure. All these private companies are like 
I'll be the one. But that's why also you're like Olive Garden literally like did a better job than <laughs> right. Cheesecake Factory states. did a better job. Yeah. Wait, what did Olive Garden do other than bottomless bread bowl and salad? Other than change the world. Yeah. <laughs> they were extending all their sick leave policies before because they wouldn't give people any kind of sick leave. And it was just like draconian yeah. and like business. So taking away though. their awful world destroying policies. Yeah, I don't know if they solve the thing where like they get paid on those prepaid cards. I know some people who work there get paid on a card that like they have a stake in that company, so they also recoup the service fees. So yeah. I don't know if yeah. they solve that. Again, part. just just a bare minimum of of right. human of humanity of being like, oh, our workers are sick. We'll give them like a little bit of sick leave so they don't die and lose all their money. Yeah. But I think all we need is a uh, government that works and is yeah. run by people right. and not like, human monsters. And then Silicon Valley I, companies are never going to become no. moral at this point. I think we've all Corporations seen. Corporations like, are specifically designed not to yeah. be moral. Yeah. And especially silic- like startups are designed to just get around labor laws. So we're also coming up against that with the Instacart stuff where people are just like, I'm going to outsource the dangerous part of this to like a more economically vulnerable person who might also still get me sick because they have to go be out all day shopping for rich people. Yep. Right. Um, Cool world. Cool world. What great movie. True fact about where we live. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Great segue. Uh, All right, guys, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And speaking of Cool World, that's a movie. Netflix has those. Uh, Ooh, the transition, his power. The transitions are good. I've been doing this for a while, guys. This is my first time around the block. Um, (laughs) So this is probably the least surprising fact of the quarantine that Netflix watch times are up. Yeah, I think everyone's obviously fleeing to it, but it's interesting. Like what these? So they have numbers out that again for disclaimer. These are pre Tiger King numbers, okay? Pre Tiger King numbers. Also, doesn't Uh, Netflix just not really release its own metrics? It's just like whatever Netflix says it is. Exactly. It's it's like our elections. It's like who the fuck knows? I mean, maybe they. I guess that makes sense, but I don't know. I don't have enough evidence to know for sure. The Netflix Um, voting machines aren't working correctly. (laughs) Right. Suddenly. (laughs) Oh yeah, we forgot all the power cords for these counting machines. Anyway, so they their movie Spencer Confidential was the most viewed program on the platform for the week, like going from March 16th to the 22nd. That's that Mark Wahlberg thing that I keep seeing and have not clicked oh, on. Oh, that's the one where the cast is literally like just a grab bag of people that you didn't even know were in movies. It's like Mark oh, is that Wahlberg, who's in it? Post Malone. I just yeah, know Post I saw Malone Post Malone's picture on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I either get the Mark Wahlberg one or the Post Malone as an inmate thumbnail. And I'm always like, yeah, ah, not interested in either of these guys. I get I get uh, the Post Malone thumbnail. I get yeah. Post Malone, oh, you- too. I'm so young, you guys. Well, there's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the I test. Mean, when Jack, you get, get the- a face tattoo. When you yeah. get the Post Malone thumbnail, you're just it's almost just like, what do you like? What do you think of me, Algo? 
That's where you're at. <laughs> That's where you're at yeah. on me. I think it's very it's very telling about who you are of whether you get Grace or Frankie on the tile. Um, Ooh, it changes yeah. from person to person. I get well, Lily I, Tomlin and I feel good about that. But I know that but that but a lot of people get Jane as well. Well, I know they alternate to try and just trick you into looking at something like it, you haven't already looked at it before. Right. right. I wonder if it switches to Post Malone when you've still not watched it when they tried to lure you in with Mark Wahlberg. That they go, okay, Wahlberg ain't doing it. Fire up Malone. For sure. But yeah. I think okay. I think a, some of us doc. probably got Post Malone first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I if, didn't know it was a Mark Wahlberg drama. That's how young I am. I, I had no idea <laughs> he was in it. I don't I even know who this guy Malone is. Post Malone vehicle. Yeah. I thought he was just a random guy who racially attacked an Asian guy. Um, so there's another, uh, development in these, uh, listings here. The next second most watched thing is the office, which fine. I think most people realize that people are going to regress into the time of Dunder Mifflin and, you know, good timey, you know, uh, ignorance, but the, they're saying even for the normal times, like it's up like millions of watch minutes, the normal, uh, that like. Apparently, the, like the office is truly the opiates of the masses at the moment. Mm. Hmm. The opioid yeah, pe- of the masses. People mm. want a workplace comedy because they can't go to they work. They can't or, workplace. Yeah. And also, I think it is like for the next generation, they might never get to work in an office environment. Like, will those jobs <laughs> even exist? It's very nostalgic. Yeah. Can you imagine those like weird stories that we're going to tell things? Because obviously the world will be very different after this when you're like, oh, yeah, I used to go into an office and we all used to use the same copy machine with our bare hands. (laughs) We used to touch the same Keurig. That's how I feel when I talk about like scrambled porn. Right, right. (laughs) You kids will never know. They're like, what's a set top box? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, fuck out of here. You don't know what spice is. Get out of my face. <laughs> Do you guys know anybody who... So uh, the the full list is Netflix is on my block, the Mark Wahlberg thing, Love is Blind, The Trials yeah. of Gabrielle Fernandez, uh, Altered Carbon, and Amazon's Hunters. Do you know anyone who's watched those? I don't know a single person who's no. watched any of those. Well, here's my question. What the fuck is lock and key? <laughs> lock and key. <laughs> Lock and Key has been in the top 10 of Netflix for like a month. And every time I pass it, I say it out loud. What the fuck is Lock and Key? There's so many things like that. My friend and I call them fake shows. Shows where you see like the billboard and it's like season three. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Like That can't be true. That was (laughs) bullshit. Yosemite starring Kevin Costner. Yeah. Burn Notice fake show. No one's ever watched Burn Notice. Yosemite starring Kevin Costner. It was like season two. I was like, fake. There was no season one of this. Yeah. Oh, the Yosemite stands are coming for you, Molly. The Yosemite <laughs> Hive. There, the Yosemite uh, Hive. I think there was like a, another ongoing, like, is Mozart in the jungle? Was that even a show? What was it about? And did anyone ever see it? The Like, yeah, who yeah. was in Mozart in the jungle? I know that there I was. Know, I could tell you too much about Mozart in the jungle, I feel like. It was about <gasps> the sexy world of classical musicians. There's like an oboe yeah. player. Yeah. She was the lead, right? That was what intrigued me. I believe me. it was like a Kirk, like a, like a Kirk sister. It was based on a book that somebody wrote about how everybody in orchestras has sex. But the people in the book, I think, were true. not very attractive. Maybe I'll watch. No, I'm not going to. I mean, it's not. No, the strange. other. Sh- 
the other shows Mozart on there, the like the yeah. the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Like I, my friend told me about that. What it's about? It's about a child murder. That's supposed like, to it's be a, a yeah. crime documentary, and it's just a description. I'm like, yo, that's way too heavy for me right now to hear I, some like watch some shit like that. I watched the. But first this is from February, right? Yeah. Is these from numbers the f- from February? No, this is oh. the week of March 16th. So this is oh, like the week the of first- March 16th. So we yeah, were f- all quarantined. Lock dizzy, the first lockdown week. So yeah. I'm sure Got the it. numbers are going to ch- change vastly once the T King numbers come in. Uh, but, you know, that it Did is. Did you guys what know that is. quarantine comes from 40 days? Like that's the derivation of that word because that's what they used to do to plague victims is make them like stay alone for 40 days. For like I did not, not for know that. medical reasons, but for like silly biblical things, I think. Right. But but that means like we're not, not even halfway there for for a classic quarantine. We're right? Like didn't Almost. we start seventeen days ago? Oh yeah. Well, I guess when you put it like that. Seventeen days ago. Wow. I guess when you put it like that with like math and shit, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but like vibe wise, dude, I'm like on day five hundred. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I I've started to lose the thread. I think this week has been the week where Yeah. I really feel Oh for sure, for myself. sure. That's what everyone I've, said. Yeah. Everything is starting to blur together. I don't know like this weekends is- from weekdays and everything. No, this is like a specific title card in The Shining. <laughs> right, right, right. It feels like I it's weird. It's like I feel myself having weirdly irrational reactions to things, either underreacting or overreacting. And yeah. then I also am fine. I'm also having difficulty tracking other people's reactions to other things because I think everyone's just in a slightly different place mentally. And sometimes I don't know. I'm just like, wait, what? Right, Should, right. Uh, Can you give I, an I example? Think- I'm I slipping. think the mind throws up a veil because everything is so insane. It's like the curve on which everything has changed so radically. It's like what every sci-fi novel says happens where it's like, yeah. oh, at first everybody was like, this is crazy. And then everyone just got used to it. That yep. is crazy. But also it's like in the middle of it, what are you going to do about it? Except just sort of adapt in the moment, even though that's a crazy thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I've just gotten to that point too. I think because you know, like your habits, what develop after like three weeks straight of doing something, like you start building new habit pathways. I think something around twenty something days, and as I get there, I'm like, oh, sh- I I feel like now I'm like completely arrived at that. This is the reality, and now I, I've said it before. I'm like, I'm trying to own the situation as much as possible rather than being like reacting to it because I think I've been doing that for. The libs. <laughs> yeah, pwn like, the libs with their with their tears. The yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, I think that's like the next part is being like, okay, well, if this is it, like, okay, I gotta, I'm gonna make, I gotta make the most out of whatever I can given the circumstances. I'll tell you one person who's owning the quar, and that is one Mr. Wayne Brady. Oh, uh, I love this story so much. So he is currently quarantining with uh, his ex-wife and her boyfriend. Uh, and their their daughter together, which is why uh, they they're quarantining together. But um, I feel like uh, my well, where where does where does your empathy go in this situation? My, Wait, what's my, the situation? My empathy even? goes to the daughter. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, sounds yeah. like the worst. Of, that's the lowest on on the Wait, four what, people in there. What, Jamie, explain what how this is even a th- like who 
was whose house are they at? Why is the well, I don't understand. Why are they doing this? Well, let's let's do a little exploration. So I got so this. I, yeah, I listened to the interview in which he explains it. It's basically he and his ex-wife uh, live next door to each other for their daughter, so they right. can co-parent. Oh, um, okay. But he refers to him, his ex-wife, and her boyfriend as like the new uh, modern family type thing. Uh, it's kind he's of just. It kind of reminds me of like Jason Momoa and Lenny Kravitz, like they're like they're friends. Yes. They're yeah, friends. Yeah. They all hang out. It's confusing to people, but it works for them. Would you say it's a Grace and Frankie situation? <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> I love that. Yes, it actually. I I was originally I was like, oh no, this sounds like such a an uncomfortable situation. But then based on the story, everyone, it's like, uh. It maybe yeah. if I, I I am sort of like maybe it sucks for the daughter, but it seems like right. the maybe the parents fine. are fine. Maybe it's fine. Like maybe it's just like a like a co op. Maybe I mean I bet mm. I mean Wayne Brady's got to be like a good dad, like a fun dad. Yeah, yeah it, it sounds like he's a good dad. Is yeah, the, like he's doing this. At first, I was like, "Yo, that sucks for him," but now it sounds like he's just doing it to be a good dad. And he's like, you know, well, if my Ex-wife has a new boyfriend. I'm going to suck it up and not be selfish about it because yeah. the, this is the best thing for my kid. And from what right. I could tell, there's all they're like the whole family is on good terms. His ex-wife congratulated him on winning Masked Singer. You know, it's He won? <laughs> he he won. Uh-oh, spoilers. Oh, good for him. He won. It was season 2. He won. Uh-oh. Uh, What's that? <laughs> I I'm what pretty sure people Sequences are saying Sequences don't matter. People are saying that Seth MacFarlane is currently on The Masked Singer, which feels inevitable for a Fox reality that show where narcissists exactly right. sing. Well, um, I'm shocked of- that they've been able to keep him off The Masked Singer to this point because he <laughs> loves to fucking sing. Literally, his emails obvious. were going to spam. And then <laughs> they found him and they're like, oh, thank God. He'll come on. He'll dress up as... I forget what he's dressed up as. Wait, it's fucked up. Stewie? <laughs> He's dressed up as Peter Griffin. He's oh the frog. He's literally dressed up as the frog. I mean, that's the the biggest one this season has to be Sarah Palin being yeah. on the Masked Singer. Ugh, yeah. That was I'm too like, on the nose for me. That to me is like, yeah, okay, we are in like a cyberpunk novel, but it sucks actually <laughs> to be there. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> it, when it cut from her doing like a better than I would have expected, still horrible uh rendition of baby got back and then to the president's uh address telling it like the that wednesday address where like the stock market just plummeted through the uh (sighs) bottom of the charts the next morning because he fucked it up so bad (laughs) like that (laughs) that that was probably peak dystopia oh wait now people think the frog is ludicrous I don't know. I oh, haven't been keeping up. I get up. those two confused. I haven't been keeping up with the masked <laughs> singer. So this is a fun. This is fun. I'm like, who is the frog? They're like, it's Seth MacFarlane. Next week, they're like, it's ludicrous. And <laughs> we don't know. I got to tell you, when I was doing my move switch or ooh switch, uh, aka, I looked at the video for move bitch and I was, I was amazed to see that the video is them being stuck in traffic. They took a very literal interpretation of like 
anytime you could tell people uh, a bitch to get out your way, um, they were <laughs> like, "Here's a time people are gonna want to <laughs> want people to get out of their way when they're stuck in traffic." They have like a whole like dry erase board of like, "Here are some scenarios that we've brainstormed. <laughs> right. You can choose your favorites for the song." Yeah. <sighs> oh boy. Doesn't everybody um, sing that song in traffic a lot though? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a traffic Allegedly. anthem. Allegedly. Anyways, I had to tell you guys that. I couldn't not tell you that. Uh, I apologize. Uh, let's talk about some quarantine activities really quickly. Uh, who, who's got one for us? I was just saying, you know, with the content being drying up, being like, what do I do? I found another way of selecting what I watch rather than like aimlessly scrolling through like the same probably 98 titles that I see on the screen is I pick a year from when I used to go to the movies. I used to go to the movies oh, a I lot this in too. junior high and like, you know, high school and shit like that. So I try and find a movie a year very specifically. And I look at all the movies from that year because typically like you're only going to remember like, you know, seminal films or things that were so bad. You just can't forget them. But like there are things like, you know, just terrible shit like Dead Man on Campus. I forgot I fucking watched that movie in the theater or motherfucking uh, uh, what's the other one? The Where Mask of fingers? Zorro. No, I'm like okay. just like oh. all these like weird films that are not good, but in a weird <laughs> way, like when I watch them, they'll something will happen in a film where it, it triggers another memory I had. And I'm somehow like really it transports me to another place. Look, I'm all about okay. transporting, guys. That I definitely saw all... Mask of Zorro in theaters when I was a kid. There. Guys, I just learned a ton about the inspiration for Zorro. He was <laughs> a Mexican bandit who uh, hid in the hills in the valley and robbed rich people because uh, some people killed his wife. He's cool. It's, Damn. All right. I mean, that yeah. I loved the 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 Antonio Banderas Zorro was fully my shit. We watched that. We, I think I watched that movie multiple times in social studies no, class. It's for reason. it for real made me be like, man, like is Zorro underrated. Like, should we all get back into Zorro? He's and a Robin Hood. Zorro definitely good. He's cool as hell. Yeah, it's really. good. Was that the Mask of Zorro? That was right. Is that which I I can't like I know that there's is that the a one million you saw in theaters, Miles. Yeah, Mask of Zorro, I think is that's Banderas. That's Banderas. Yeah. Yeah. The Daily Zorro. Fun. Yeah. Zorro I mean, it was so fun. iconic that it led to Puss in Boots, right? Right, right. Swashbuckling. Oh, it didn't even make that connection. Wow. Mm-hmm. Quarantine's actually mm-hmm. good. Quarantine's uh, actually- <laughs> I, I totally agree with Miles. I was doing this even before quarantine, but just like picking a year, usually just a year in the 90s, and being like, what were the shitty movies that like I yeah. saw? That I would just enjoy watching right now, and like Polly with Jay Moore. Oh, totally, oh my God, totally. <laughs> the parrot Tony movie. Yeah. Polly yeah. with Jay Moore. Yeah, yeah it's about you don't a parrot, remember that? A can't talking be real. parrot. No, that's not a long came Polly. That's a no, no. No, it's just Polly. But my oh, brother Pauly. just watched a long came Polly. Also, just like a fine movie. It's all like movies that would be on cable. That's like all anyone wants. If you want to see Semi Pro is uh, I, I watched for the first time and liked it. So I've been trying to recommendation. Yeah, I've been trying to get my boyfriend to watch that. Maybe I'll just watch it. I feel like any of those Will Ferrell sports movies from that era probably have at least like five good jokes in them that would make yeah. me laugh. There's <laughs> some laughs. There's some really good uh what's his name? 
who played jo- uh, Will Arnett. There's some good Arnett in that I one. Lo- yeah. Oh, wait, no, I always, why I was thinking of Will Forte again. I made that same mistake earlier this week. <laughs> Will I want to make out so with Will Forte. Everything. Yeah, Last Man on Earth is really good, but I don't know yeah. if I can handle watching it right now. Not now. No, definitely not. <laughs> My quarantine. I think it I- starts with a title card that's like, after the virus. No. <laughs> <laughs> Does it really? Oh, no. Yeah. My quarantine Ugly. activity is I I think I talked about this maybe like a month or so ago, but I'm back on my high school boyfriend's um, wedding registry, um, <laughs> and I just keep edging on getting something like something affordable, and then just being like from just saying like he okay first of all he has a TP on his wedding registry like he oh. and right which is like mystery Do they have kids. No, they just want a teepee. They okay. uh, why don't you buy him that and then I cancel wanna... it and then let, send a note being like you shouldn't have this. Here's why. This is ridiculous. I want, yeah. I no, I want to buy him a teepee and then just like sign it with like not my name, but just be like someone who really feels like we could have had something more. But I, <laughs> but I wish you the best. Is and this your boyfriend when... who you had a a show that where you contacted? Oh. No, 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 not him. Okay. No, he's uh, okay. we're we're actually. Wait, friends. did you have like the Denise show, the Adam Sandler sketch where he calls his ex girlfriend? But with oh, you? Right. no, no. <laughs> no, I That's had what... a show where like I I reenacted losing my virginity, and the guy I lost my virginity to like skyped in from the military base he works at and would just like give some notes. Um, <laughs> he was he's he's great. Um, this is the this is like my first boyfriend ever who I barely dated. Um, but I did find his wedding registry, and I'm so tempted to get him this teepee. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, guys, Molly. That's a good quarantine activity. That is a great <laughs> quarantine activity. Look My up your exes. activities, yeah. I've been cooking a lot. I love to cook, and it's also like a stress reliever because it's just like anything where I'm just chopping vegetables. I've always found extremely calming. Just not have to use your brain, just have to focus yeah. on a task right in front of you. Mm-hmm. But I also, uh, one weird thing I do a lot is look at the EarthCam website, Ooh. Uh, which is if you just get tired of watching content that has like a plot and uh, jokes, Earth doc, Earth cams are in major cities. So I've always looked at them anyway because I already like to look at like weird abandoned Times Square in the middle of the night. But suffice to say, they're all really dystopian now because there's one on Bourbon Street where there's just nobody on Bourbon Street. And that's really weird. There's one on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, My friend Darcy like went for a walk. She lives in Manhattan and she walked to Times Square to the location of the Earth Cam so I could see her there on her like social distance walk. But there's also if that's too dystopian for you, which I understand is starting to get a little too weird although i do look at the fremont street empty las vegas one all the time explore.org has animal cams that are super calming in the vein of what miles was talking about of like nature soundscapes if you just want to put it on as background noise of like a swamp or a forest or something it's very good Mm -hmm. but also it's like um yeah there's a swamp one that's all these like spoonbill cranes in a swamp and there's a bear cam in Alaska where these, ba- I always talk about this on night call. Um, <laughs> I love to watch the bear fish for salmon in Alaska. Uh, wait, you can do that like live? Yeah. 
And when it's oh not God. live, they have best ofs. Ooh. There's a whole commenter community where people are like, check this out. A bear caught a salmon at this timestamp. That um, sounds amazing. Yeah, there's an owl cam. They do nest cams every year. And I have been watching an owl that just gave birth to some owl chicks. So that was very gratifying <laughs> for me personally. Ooh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's like uh, very, very calming. There are currently five people in Times Square total. I'm just looking at the live feed right now. And then like they'll disappear. It's almost like it's a very weird feeling. And also it froze for a second and then I had to hit play and then they all walked across. It felt like it was a Truman show thing. <laughs> yeah. They were like just doing this for my benefit <laughs> to be like, okay, he's watching. Go, go, go. Um, anyways, Molly, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, where Thank can people you. find you, follow you, hear you? You can find me on Nightcall Podcasts on the iHeartRadio Podcast Network where you Hot find damn. fine podcasts like this. You can also find me on Twitter at Molly Lambert and on Instagram at Molly underscore Lambert and around, yes. just around town. Yes, Not yes. anymore around town, in my house now. You can find me in my house. Molly <laughs> don't, is a great don't follow do on Twitter and uh, Night Call is one of my favorite podcasts. Everybody should go listen to it uh, every week. It's amazing. Yeah, thanks guys. Um, and actually we're doing plastic surgery. Uh, April is the theme of April, which will be followed by <laughs> Y2 be followed by Y2 May. Um, our yeah. Y2K themed May. So if you have any questions or stories about plastic surgery or Y2K, give us a night call at 240-466-4448 and leave a message. Yeah. Actually, Night Call and Bechdelcast are both podcasts that uh, are on our network because I was like, oh, those are my favorite podcasts. I'm going to talk to the people who make them. And uh, we ended up being able to have you on our network. So Jack, those are both great Jack. shows that everybody needs to listen to immediately. Um, Thanks, and guys. is there a tweet you've been enjoying, Molly? I always enjoy. There's an account. This is also nature content. There's a cat account that are cats on an island in Japan. I like to just look <laughs> at that Twitter. It's like the opposite of the rest of Twitter. It makes me just feel chill. Just videos and pictures of cats wandering around in a forest and then sometimes in a cafe. I will, uh, I will post it. It's great. Oh, yeah. Jamie, where can people find you and what's tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help. You can find me on Instagram at Jamie Christ Superstar. A, a social media work I've been enjoying comes from my mom this morning. Uh, <laughs> my mom today, uh, she I guess she like she's a teacher, and so she'll like buy stuff from like student fundraisers to to be helpful. And I guess she forgot that she had ordered. 30 dessert pretzels a couple of weeks ago. And today she posted, so my dog starts going crazy as I head for the door. Special delivery? I'd forgotten that I ordered these a few weeks back to share at work for pick-me-ups. Turns out the joke's on me, dot, 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 and my hips. Sorry, everybody. Hey, hashtag, that is good content. Hashtag the best laid plans. Hashtag sweet salty fail. Wait, Jamie, what's a dessert pretzel? It is uh, something I've never seen. It is a, uh, it is, from what I can tell, there's a picture attached of these gigantic pretzels. Um, they are uh, covered in frosting and sprinkles. 
Mm. It's actually, oh, yeah. um, it, it looks delicious, but it's like a very, uh, it's a cursed concoction for, to be sure. It sounds delicious. Yeah. I so follow my mom and her pretzels, but actually just leave her alone. Miles, where can people <laughs> find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Go. Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation Network, Miles of Grey, and my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance, talking about the show 90 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. Uh, some tweets I like. Uh, this one's just from Reductress, and I think anybody who's cooking at home and realizing like you your spice game, your spice rack game is uh, fucking thin, um, this Reductress tweet says, Bold! This recipe assumes you have tarragon. That's like some shit. I'm like, yeah, man, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I don't have that shit. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Your new dad tweeted, been lying in bed so long my grandson is going to take over a chocolate factory. And John Golson tweeted, just checked in with Harvey Danger band members. They're not sick, but they're not well. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be? You know, I think it's good to have uh, a lot of live instruments more than like synthesized stuff. There's, you know, there's a balance. You know, some sometimes the synth stuff, the sample based stuff, scratches my itches. But other times, I feel like hearing a live band play instruments brings a level of energy to your ears. Uh, So I want to do another band uh, that's another one of my favorite like sort of Afrobeat bands uh, from the United States, the Budos Band. And this is from I think one of their first albums. But this track is called Up from the South. And, you know, check out their stylings, great brass section, great rhythm section. Uh, and like a lot of their work is really super fun to listen to. Up from the 36 chambers. That's what that made me think Similar. of. <laughs> uh, Up from the 36 chambers. All right, guys. Well, we are going to ride out on that. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, we hope you're having a good day. We hope you're staying safe. We will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you then. Okay? Bye. 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 Bye.